The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. MLB DFS Quick Hits. That's a Thursday, June 28th edition. Five game early, four game main. Hope everybody had a good Wednesday. Fun slate of action there. The Twinkies let us all down. And sadly, we're going to go back to that well today because that's the way it's going to work. But again, five games early, four games late. The D-backs Marlins game is not on the DraftKings schedule. But let's look at the totals. A's, Tigers, 8.5. Twins, White Sox, 9.5. Mariners, Orioles, 9.5. Cubs, Dodgers, 7.5. Rockies, Giants at 8. So those are your day game totals at the night game, four-game slate. Nationals, Phillies, 8. Astros, Rays, 7.5. Angels, Red Sox, 10.5. Brew Crew and the Reds, 9. So some interesting, interesting things to take a look at on this slate. Uh, Late night pitching is uh, rough, 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 rough. But we'll start with the early slate. Your top-priced arm is Clayton Kershaw at 11.7. I will pass. He's only supposed to go about 80 pitches, and sure, Robbie Ray was great at that last night. So if you want to roll those dice, go for it. But even before his injury, if you've been listening long enough, I have not been on the Kershaw bandwagon because he has not been right, and it proved when he went on the DL. So let him get right, and then we'll get back on the train. If you are going up top here, you can look at a guy like Sean Manaya. Talk about uh, a roller coaster ride of a season. He's 10,800 today at Detroit. Uh, Manaya started out like a gangbuster. It's outstanding. Then he had a hick, a big, big, just what happened for probably six, seven starts. But his last three have been really good. 28-8 at Chicago, 16-5 against the Angels, 20.9 against the Royals. So, you know, not world-beater lineups, but still respectable major league lineups. He's going to be a – Manaya will be facing a Detroit team that doesn't strike out a ton versus lefties. 19% strikeout rate. He's got about a 20% K rate. So it's a dicey play at that price point. They have a team total of 4.2. Lefties 279, righties 364. Um, so pick your poison there with Manaya. If you want to go up top, he's the guy to go to. I don't think you have to. You can go elsewhere on this slate. Like 9500 bucks. John Gray at the San Francisco Giants. Gray's another guy that's just been tilting to no end this year. But lately, he's been getting it done. 37 against Miami. 15-1 at Texas in some really bad environments. And that game, he was absolutely filthy. And then in the fifth inning, it just went haywire. He, he was on his way to like a 30-point game in that one. At Philly, 21.3, then 13.3 at Cincy. 
So he's had his big games. He's had his bad games. He's been very, very rocky. Uh, no pun intended. I really did not mean to do that. Against the Giants this year, he's faced them twice. Seven innings, nine or nine Ks, averaging 2.2 points. I think that was when he was the little bit of a worse John Gray. Facing a Giants team that strikes out over 24% of the time. So the Ks will be there because he's got his 26% strikeout rate, 11% swinging strike rate, 48% ground ball rate, only 30% hard contact. Like we say over and over again, his peripherals are phenomenal. He just hits that bugaboo of an inning. He's like a Luis Castillo right now. Both those guys have just been electric. And then they just have that one just what the heck just happened moment. Hopefully it doesn't happen against the Giants. I think uh, Gray's a great spot here at 9,500. Uh, Giants with a 4.1 total. Lefty's 314. Righty's only 281 versus John Gray. So I think he's in a great spot in this matchup uh, against the Giants. If you don't want to go there, a guy I do like targeting is Michael Fulmer at 7,900 bucks. I think he's got similar upside to John Gray, and you're getting a discount of a price. Um, his last couple games, he's really, really gotten together three straight 20-plus point performances. With, with Mike Fulmer, you got to know he's going to give up a few runs. He's probably going to give up a home run or two. It's what he does. But the strikeouts have been there seven or more in two of his last three. He's got, again, 20-plus points and three straight, and those were without wins in every game. Oakland strikes out 23% of the time versus righties in this this new Oakland team with Barreto and a few other mix and matches out there. Uh, Pender's been playing more regular, especially against righties. Uh, a lot of le- a lot of strikeouts in that lineup, a lot. So Fulmer does come into play, a 48% ground ball guy as well. Oakland's team total is 4.3. Lefty's 357, righty's 329. So it's one of those deals. I have I, I really do like Fulmer on a five-game slate like this in this matchup. I also don't mind the A's bats because you know he could give up a home run or two. And he's like... If you understand what I'm saying, he's going to get enough strikeouts where a couple runs on a slate like this, he's going to pay off his price unless he just gets shelled. So the A's, um, not stackable, but maybe like a Matt Olson or something like that just for the home run upside is there. But I do like Michael Fulmer at 7,900 in this spot. You go down to a guy like Chris Stratton, 6,900 at home against the Colorado Rockies. Uh, here's another guy with a tail of two seasons. He's been outstanding early in the year, struggled of late. And then kind of got it going, but he's been much better on the road than at home. So just be careful with that. 10.1 is last time out against the San Diego Padres at home. Um, Lucas Stratton, a Colorado team, which strikes out 24% of the time versus righties. They have a team total of 3.9. Lefties are at 379, righties 358 off Stratton. But as a team, the Rockies have really struggled versus right-handed pitching this year. Average Woba and ISO of 307 and 160. They haven't really got it clicking at all. So that makes Stratton an option in this matchup at that price point. If you want to pay up for bats, you can go Fulmer, Stratton, or Fulmer, or the next guy I'm going to mention. But uh, he's definitely in play at 69. John Gray is a great spot in that matchup. Hey, and on a five-game slate, you could pitch Gray and Stratton in the same lineup. Hope they both put up like 18, 20-plus point performances. Uh, one guy gets the win. One guy just puts out a great start. And then you um, go from there. The last guy I'll mention is Mike Leake. He's 6400 bucks at the Baltimore Orioles. Yes, it can be terrifying at times with Mike Leake. Yes, he can give up. The long ball with the best of them. But his last few starts, uh, 29, then he had a 0.1. Then he had a 19-3, an 18-6, a 24-2, a 21-6, a 15, a 23-6. So you put all that together, he's put together some really, really good starts out there outside of a hiccup. And he's going up against a Baltimore team that we know the strikeouts will be there in this matchup. When you look at um, Michael Leake, Baltimore strikes out almost 25% of the time versus right-handed pitching, which is outstanding. He's got a 52% ground ball rate. Does give up a lot of hard contact, so the home runs can be there. He tends to give up more to righties than lefties, surprisingly, so keep that in mind. Baltimore has a, a total of 4.45. Uh, 
Lefty's 420, righty's 353. But when you look at Baltimore, only a 293 Woba, that's below average versus righties, and a 161 ISO. So they do have a lot of trouble hitting righties this year. Can Leak get destroyed? Of course. But he can also put together a nice quality start at 6,400 and make him playable for you. So Stratton and Leak down below is what I like. I like Leak better than Stratton. Then you kind of got Fulmer, Gray, and Manaya in that uh, top tier area to go pick on. Let's talk about the bats on this slate. Uh, we got, you know, Posey's at home, not probably going there, but uh, Wilson Contreras to be contrarian versus Kershaw. If he gets the day game after a night game start at 36, I do like that. Maybe a little Mikey Zanino versus Yacobonis for Baltimore at 3,400. Yacobonis had about 20, 25 innings uh, in the bullpen last year, did not pitch well for Baltimore. He's been pitching out of the rotation in AAA. He's been okay, but nothing special at all. Um, Seattle should Yaka, Yaka bonus. So um, 3,400 for Zanino is in play. You know, John Hicks, we do like targeting versus lefties like Manaya at 3,300, so he's worth a look. Tom Murphy, if he's catching versus Stratton at 31. You know, Mitch Garver versus Giolito at 3,000. Could be in play for you as well. Other than that, check uh, maybe a, 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 a McCann at 2,900 versus Manaya is one we like. And Chris Herman at 2,800 versus Yacobonis as a value play as well are a couple you can look at cheaper catcher options. First base, you know, you got Max Muncy, he's 3,700. He's first base, third base eligible versus, um, versus Quintana. Muncy's been crushing lefties, so he's definitely going to play at 4,700. You can even go Cody Bellinger at 45 and, and try to play that GPP angle there. Do like some Matt, uh, Matt Olson at 42 versus Fulmer. Jose Abreu at 41 versus Odorizzi. Both in play there. When you look at Chicago, White Sox, total of 4.6. Lefties 381, righties 347 versus Odorizzi. So a guy like Abreu could be in play for you there. I like Olsen at 42 as well. When you drop down, maybe like a Ryan Healy versus Yacobonis at 3,800. You got Joe Maurer at 36 versus Giolito. And then Lomo at 33 versus Giolito is a nice value play I like there at the first base position. Going over to second base, you got Javi Baez at 46, Jed Lowry at 45, both good options. They got like D. Gordon at 44. I love, love, love Yoan Moncada at 43 versus Shaco and Rizzi. I think that's a really, really good play today. Um, if you want to go down to 4,100, you got Dozier. He's worth a look as well. Maybe some Alan Hansen at 36 if you want to fade uh, John Gray. I'm trying not to pick many bats at all in Colorado to uh, San Francisco, but five games slate, you might have to mix a few in there. When you're picking it out, if uh, Jace Peterson's in the Baltimore lineup, usually when he's in, he leads off. He's second base, third base eligible. He'll be 3,100. If you're not using league, you can use some value. And you can always have a guy facing your pitcher on days like this. Third base, you got Arenado. Then Eduardo Escobar at 49. Let us all down yesterday. I'm back on that well today. Again, Max Muncy's 47. Kyle Seeger, we liked him yesterday. He went ding-dong. He's 41 versus Yacobonis. Worth a look there as well. We always like to look at uh, Turner versus lefties facing Quintana at 4,000. Uh, 4, so a couple good options there at the 4K and above. If you want to go down and save some cash, Yomer Sanchez at 37, I really, really like as a value against Odorizzi in that matchup. You can definitely look there. Other than that, again, Jace Peterson at 31 for Baltimore could be in play for you. There will be some sneaky um, value plays that come out when lineups get re uh, released based on uh, getaway days and whatnot. Shortstop, you got Machado as usual. Escobar again at 49, who we like. You got Javi Baez. Uh, you go down to the likes of uh, Brandon Crawford at 37 after his walk-off last night. But one I do like, and I think he'll be popular today, is Kiki Hernandez, outfield shortstop. He's hitting the ball really, really well. We talked about him a lot lately. And he's facing a lefty, which he loves to do. He's 3600 bucks. 
I think this is where you save either at outfield or shortstop. I'm thinking maybe shortstop today at 3,600 with uh, Kiki or even out of 31 with Adrianza. We talk about him a lot as a value play. He's, he's, you know, when he goes off, he goes off. He had 16 last night, 19 the game before. So 3,100 for Adrianza against Giolito could be a nice little value play. Usually it's, the, usually it's like ninth in that order, so it could be part of a wraparound stack if you want something like that. Head to the outfield real quick. You know, you got Eddie Rosario at 55. Absolutely love him. K with the Chris Davis for the GPP homer upside. Uh, really likes Nick Castellanos at 4,600 versus Sean Manaya. When you do look at Detroit, um, lefty's 279, righty's 364 off Manaya. So a guy like uh, Castellanos at 46, very much worth a look for you in that matchup. Mentioned D. Gordon already. If you want to play GPPs, you can try Mark Trombo. Again, as I said, Mike Leak gives up his home runs to righties more often than lefties, so he could be an interesting play for you there. Denard Span at 41 will go super low owned against Jacobonis, so you could look at him. Uh, Matt Kemp at 4K versus Quintana uh, is a nice-looking play as well. Slide down a little farther, maybe Gerardo Parra against Stratton at 38. Adam Jones at 37 versus Leak. Um, Ben Gamble at 36 is a nice value against Jacobonis. Also, Dustin Fowler at 36 versus Fulmer for cheapies. Then again, there's Kiki Hernandez once again at 36. Like me some Daniel Palka today. You know, he's always batting cleanup for the White Sox. He's 3,500 versus Ud Rizzi. Nice little value play for you there. Uh, slide down and see if maybe Colby Rasmus is leading off for the Baltimore Orioles at 3,400 versus Leak. Uh, Max Kepler is only 33 versus Giolito. That's always a nice value with a uh, home run upside in those matchups. Our boy Matt Joyce usually hits second against righties. He's 3,300. So there's definite value in the outfield if you need to pay up elsewhere. It just depends on what pitchers you're using, if you want to put some pitchers against some batters you have, vice versa. But uh, definitely some options there in the outfield position. Let's recap the pitching on the five-gamer real quick. You got Manaya up top at 10A, John Gray at 95, Fulmer at 79, Stratton at 69, and Mike Leak at 64. Uh, I'd say mix and match maybe a Leak or a Stratton with the Fulmer or a Gray or go Fulmer and Gray and save some bats. Do something along those routes is probably your best bet, but don't completely sleep on Manaya. He could put in a, a really solid one today at the same time. You know, you do have some righty bats in Detroit that could make things interesting. There's really not a lot of safe bets on any of these slates today, but definitely not on uh, on those arms. But those they're much better than the night slate. Let's get into the four-game main slate where – it gets quite, quite dicey, to say the least. You got uh, Aaron Nola's at 12-1 at home against Washington. Washington's been really bad of late. If you want to go 12-1 for Nola, you can. I just don't know if I want to pay that much, especially with as bad as pitching is. Or you're just going to have to pay up and pay up for a couple guys and get all the value bats in the world and pray. Or you take the night off and enjoy time with your significant other. But Nola's in play at 12-1 if you really want to go there. I'd rather go 11-1 to Lance McCullers at the Tampa Bay Rays. Tampa Bay's been playing really, really good balls late. I respect it. I get it. McCullers coming off with three straight 21-plus point performances, 18 or more in four of his last five. Going up against a Tampa Bay Rays team that uh, strikes out 23% of the time versus right-handed pitching. McCullers, 26% K rate, 12% swinging strike, 58% ground ball. Everything lines up nicely. Um... Tampa Bay, the lowest total on the slate, 3.35. Lefties, 306. Righties, 320. They have a 133 ISO versus righties, which is dreadful. So a guy like McCullers, you definitely have to look at today. If he lets you down, he lets you down. So be it. But he's the top option on this slate. You know, Junior Guerra in Great American Small Park, I'll probably pass. 
Tanner Rourke, 7,100 at the Phillies is in play just because the slate sucks. He's faced Philly twice this year, 10 and two-thirds, Niner and 16 Ks with averaging 13 DraftKings points. Uh, he, he got shelled by them his last about four and a third, seven hits, six earned. So his first start against them was pretty good. His last two starts have been bad, but then he had a 13, 17, a bad, a bad, a 20, a 21, a 20, a 21. So he had a stretch really, really good. He's been kind of hiccuping and around of late. You know, when you play a Phillies team, you got a team that's going to strike out over 26% of the time, so he'll help you with some of your uh, mess-ups, basically. But Rourke needs to keep the ball in the ballpark. Not always the easiest thing to do. Phillies have a 4.3 total. Lefty's 333, righty's 352. So it's not a very comforting matchup, but it's in play on a slate like this. The only other guy I'm looking at, and it's not comforting either, is Anthony DeSclafani of the Cincinnati Reds. You know, three straight starts out there. 16-1, 18 he's, he's got four starts since coming back from the DL. He's got five or more in every start. He's given up two earned in each of his last three starts. Three, four, and six are the strikeout totals. That was against Chicago, at Pittsburgh, and against St. Louis. Now, he's going to be in Great American Small Park, which a couple of those were, against the Milwaukee Brewers team that does have some power, but they also strike out 25% of the time. Uh, he's a fly ball pitcher, giving up some hard contact early in the season. So expect some fireworks in this matchup, but at the same time, you know, you got a 4-4-5 total for the Brew Crew. Lefty's 372, righty's 315. You're going to have to take your gamble somewhere, and this is one with the least what looks like a potentially good floor, but still risky as risky can be. So when you're looking at this slate, you got, you got Nola up top, McCullers up top. I go McCullers as the top option. Then you got Rourke in the middle and DeSclafani down below. It's just ugly, 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 ugly. Let's talk about the bats, which you there should be plenty of on this slate. Like you got Tucker Barnhart against Junior Guerra. Yes, he's in play. You got guys like um, you know even Eric Kratz if he's in the lineup versus Disclafani. Martin Maldonado at three K versus the lefty Brian Johnson definitely worth the look. Biggest total on the slate side LA Boston game. You want to find some value and plug away at that one and see what you can find. But like Sandy, uh, Sandy Leone at twenty seven hundred catching for Boston or Christian Vasquez at twenty six are two uh, nice ways to get a piece of that Boston pie against uh, their matchup, which is uh, Baria of Anaheim. First base, you're going to have some nice options here. You got uh, Jesus Aguilar, who's been crushing everything at 52. Disclaf- uh, and then Thames against Scafani at 51. Thames is outfield eligible as well, but those are great plays. You got Joey Votto, who hasn't been finding the seats lately, but he's 5K. Carlos Santana at 47, not shabby either. Yuli Gurriel's been on fire. You got Stanek starting. Yarborough coming in after at 44. Um, you go down a little farther. Braun's been feeling it pretty well. You got Pujols versus the lefty and Johnson at 41. So you're going to have to pick your spots here and maybe go cheaper in some spots. But uh, you know, Marvin Gonzalez is 34. If Brad Miller gets to start for Milwaukee, he's been playing shortstop a lot. He's only 33. You're going to have to take some gambles like that if you're going to get any kind of pitching at all. If you take Rourke and DiSclefani and and pray you can get all the bats you want but uh, it's up to you second base you got Altuve at 52 Jeanette at 46 is a good play and Cesar Hernandez is also in play at 45 Ian Kinsler at 38 do like quite a bit against Johnson uh, definitely in play for you there a little farther down you know maybe an Eduardo Nunez but uh, maybe a Joey Wendell against McCullers and some value Basically, just check your lineups. Maybe Alex Blandino gets the start for Cincinnati. Second base, third base is only 2,600 versus Guerra. Those are the kind of value plays you're going to have to find. 
Third base, you got Bregman, who's just unconscious right now. What a series he has had. That walk-off was just amazing yesterday. 53, and yes, he's in play. Uh, if Travis Shaw cracks the lineup at 43, that's a really solid value there. Rafael Devers at 4K is a nice value as well. I like that quite a bit. Uh, maybe some Mikel Franco at 35 if you want to save some cash. Louis Valbuena is first base, third base. You know, you, you don't get the platoon matchup because Johnson's a lefty, but once they go to the pen, you'll get some righties maybe, and you take that gamble with Louis V. You never know, but uh, I'm not looking there just yet, but he could be an intriguing one. At the shortstop position, you got Xander at 5K, Trey Turner at 44, uh, some Anderson Simmons at 37. So the uh, Angels are kind of your cheap getaway, which unfortunately might be chalky with if people pay up. So we're going to have to really keep an eye and see what people are talking about today for value. It's, uh, Kingery at 3K can be a punt. RC at 27 from Milwaukee uh, if he cracks the lineup. Maybe even Eric Sogard cracks the lineup tonight at 2,500. Maybe the managers can do us a solid and put some scrubs in to uh, give a few values on the slate. Because Mike in the outfield, Mike Trout at 61 versus Johnson is very, very nice. Uh, Mookie Betts, of course, at 6K. J.D. Martinez, homer to back-to-back games. Off the lefties at 5,600. Odubel Herrera is up to $5,400, and he's crushing it still. But yeah, Christian Yellick at 52 with Eric Thames, both really good. Ben and Tindy's in play. They're, they're all great matchups. And he has such crappy pitching tonight. Uh, Reese Hoskins at 49. Uh, went deep yesterday in play again today. Scotty Shebler at 43 versus Garrett. I do like uh, a lot. I like that Reds in that offense. Um, you look down some more. Maybe a Josh Reddick at 36 for some value in that matchup. Um, Adam Duvall at 35 could be in play for you. Kiermaier at 34 if you're not using McCullers. Playing the raised bats will be contrarian. I think everyone's going to go to McCullers. So something to keep in mind there. Um, it's risky, but if they go off, you will win all the monies. Uh, the farther down you look, maybe Hermosillo of L.A. left a right-handed bat at 3,100 versus Johnson as a value play. He was good in the minors, hasn't really put it together in the bigs yet. Um, and other than that, you have to check your lineups. It's, it's a dreadful four-game slate. So Lance McCullers, 11-1, Tanner Rourke, 71, Dees Clefani, 64. If you need to go NOLA, you can, but it's not uh, not the safest of bets anyway. You break it down. If you want to look at just team totals real quick, um, you know, the Red Sox facing Berea at 5.5, lead the way. Lefties, 319, righties, 438. She's so got the platoon, uh, the reverse splits against Berea, so keep that in mind when you're building the way there. Your Mariners have a total over five against Yacobonis. Um, your Angels versus Brian Johnson. Lefties 250, but righties 332. They have a total of five, so, so look at those. The, the Twins are in play. Lefties 428, righties 342 off Giolito. White Sox versus Oda Rizzi. Lefties 381, righties 347. A Twins-White Sox game would be a lot of fun. Uh, the Reds versus Junior Guerra. Lefties 344, righties 315. Uh, and it goes on and on and on. There's a ton of bad pitching on this. Oh, both slates. Ton. Ton, ton, ton of bad pitching on both slates. So let's take a look at your BVP on this uh, five-game early, four-game main slate. We hopefully have some, but I don't think it'll matter because you can just pick all the bats you want. You know, Eddie Rosario, three for nine with a double and a homer off Giolito. Nothing crazy. Colby Rasmus, three for eight with two homers off of Mike Leake. Logan Forsythe, five for 11 with uh, three doubles and a homer off of Jose Quintana. That could be a value play for you. Rizzo, 5 for 14 with a double and two homers off of Kershaw Contreras. Baez, Jason Hayward, all of homers off of Kershaw. Andrew McCutcheon, 7 for 12, two doubles off John Gray. Uh, Blackman, 4 for 7 with a homer off Stratton. Going to your night slate now. 
You got Odebel Herrera. He's 5400 bucks, but he's 15 for 34. It's a 441 average with five doubles and a homer off Tanner Rourke. Alfaro and Hoskins have taken Rourke deep as well. Um, the Nats have had some success for Nola. Harper, 8 for 19, two homers. It's a 421 average. Daniel Murphy, 9 for 23, three doubles, a triple, and a homer. Michael A. Taylor, 4 for 12 with a double and a homer. Rendon's taken him deep as well. I respect the hell out of Nola, but um, that can be contrarian angle as well with the Rays putting some Nats in there. Uh, Adam Duvall has taken Junior Guerra deep twice. Suarez, Hamilton, and Votto have taken him deep as well. Wow, nothing else. Nothing else. So, yeah, it's going to be a rough one today, boys and girls. Really rough one. Keep that in mind. Play smart. If you want to take a little breather from DFS, knock yourself out. And when you do so, go to thesportsdgens.com, at thesportsdgens. Lots of great content out there. The golf uh, quick and loads teed off today. The final day of the group stages of the World Cups there. Francisco's got your picks, and he'll take care of you from the round of 16 on. So be on the lookout for those. Got Bench with Bubba, episode 103 with Paul Martin out there talking a lot of fantasy baseball, Yankees, prospects, and we'll be draft guys and rookie ball. Lots of good stuff to look at there. I got 104 dropping hopefully today with Beerswater at Beerswater. Mike Beers um, does, he's one of the best ever in the business to play best balls for NFL. So go check that out when it drops. Uh, recorded around the base of the Bubba and Mo yesterday, episode 70. That'll be coming out here later today as well. So a lot going on. More content coming out this weekend by a lot of great, great contributors. So go check it all out. Join the Slack chat if you got questions. It's already fired up this morning. I woke up to guys talking. Woke up to guys winning. Woke up to guys talking. So it's going to be popping yet again. So come check it all out. I'm on Twitter at BDNTRIP with any questions. But good luck on the five-game early, four-game main slate. As this was MLB DFS Quickets, your Thursday, June 28th edition. I'm out.